Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. It's not even bonfire night, and fireworks are already going off. So this is going to make... Interesting for editing, I guess. If there's do you I any live banks, leave it. It's just it is what it is. It's bonfire weekend, yeah. I guess. Yeah, instead it's, of just on the Sunday or whatever, you know. So it's it, people are making the most of it. To be fair, you're gonna want to do it earlier. Why would anyone want to be doing it on a Sunday night? Depends on what the weather's like, isn't it? it depends. Doesn't normally stop people. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Right. If it's a miserable night, then there's no point in. No. You can't see it, can you? Or it's going to be wet, or it's going to be harder to light. But yeah, you know, this you know, this, this is us for the next till Christmas, New Year's. Now, this fireworks constantly. But. Yeah, um, just an FYI before we start. I'm really sorry if I sound a bit husky or the normal. Yeah. yeah, is who's got a husky actress voice? I thought, sorry, I thought you were going to say Emma Stone there because I thought ah, that yes. was a take on that. Sounds like I've that smoked 20 yeah. packets yeah. of cigarettes yeah. um, in in one go. <laughs> yeah, Sophie's getting over a cold that I had yeah. from, I don't know, picked up from something going around, I think. But Sharing's caring, isn't it, obviously? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. What a wonderful gift you gave me. But anyways, the film we're we talking <laughs> about today, after all that, it's our firework talk, <laughs> is... The Graduate, mm-hmm. from 1967, starring Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> I think you'll know him once you, 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 you <laughs> see him. If I was to show you a picture here, you'll be like, oh yeah. You've seen him probably as his oldest self, he's quite young in this film. Oh yeah. What's he been in? Um, Hook, the Peter Pan, um, retelling... Uh, meet the, the fuck, fuck. Yeah, I think I've seen that sadly. <laughs> yeah, meet the what's the other one called? The other one, but probably like the like comedy stuff as mm. well. Meet uh, the parents. So. Yeah, yeah. like his. I don't know. He reminds me of the other one. Um, other grey-haired man. <laughs> it was really helpful. I'm but... Steve Martin. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. But it's been a while since in this film, but you know he's he's very good in this film, and um, I hope you're gonna like the film. It's like a drama romance, if you would call it okay. that. And it's somewhat old, so... Yeah. Not like black and white old, but yeah. And it also features some Simon and Garfunkel music. Okay. So you probably know when you hear the songs playing through. I'm really know. bad with names and artists. I know the songs and I probably could... If I hear yeah, it, I can uh, sing along yeah. to it. Yeah. But I won't be like, oh, that's Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll read you the... Synopsis before we get into things. Mm-hmm. Which actually, this one just on the Google search is actually pretty good in terms of like not giving anything away. So, see, interesting to see what you take from this interpretation. Okay. Benjamin is fresh out of college, reluctant to follow his parents' advice of earning a substantial amount of money and marrying a noble woman. He soon finds himself in a world he never imagined. So that doesn't really give. Too much away, does it? But obviously, from what I know, because I've seen the film multiple mm. times, but it doesn't. I but it makes me feel like rich boy rebelling. That's that's how I've interpreted that mm. from what you've said. Basically, sounds like he's already got a successful career behind him, or should have with graduating. Mm-hmm. His parents are like, "Well, you need to make some," and I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it seems like he's got to chosen the wrong path of what his parents have provided <laughs> and guidelined him. Yeah. Voice is getting deeper. <laughs> Ooh, we're talking on this pudding. <laughs> tomorrow, we'll see. So, yeah, we're going to watch the film now and then come back with fresh minds and hopefully improved. Voice. You'll improve tomorrow a little bit better. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Right, so we're back in due course with Sophie's thoughts on... The Graduate, 
Haven't you ever seen anybody in a slip before? Yes, I have, but I just... Look, what if Mr. Robinson walked in right now? What if he did? Well, it would look pretty funny, wouldn't it? Don't you think he trusts us together? Of course he does, but he might get the wrong idea. Anyone might. I don't see why. I'm twice as old as you are. How could anyone think that? But they would, would don't you see? Benjamin, I am not trying to seduce you. I know that, but please, Mrs. Robinson, this is difficult. Would you like me to seduce you? What? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm going home now. I apologize for what I said. I hope you can forget it, but I'm going home right now. And we're back. And as we thought, it's fireworks going off mm. constantly. So I think it's, just... it's a dry day. It's not been raining. Raining. Damn. Yeah. It's yeah. It's been a nice day. It's cold though today. Yeah, very bitter. Mm. Cool Crisp. wind coming in. <laughs> Anyways, about his movie, we have got our main man Ben. Yep. Dustin Benjamin. Hoffman. Yep. And it's very much a timepiece. It's yeah. Didn't know if Mrs. Robinson the song was made for this film or if they made a film about the song from this. I think Simon and Garfunkel were approached to write music f- for the film. They might have some of it might have already been already pre-made, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't oh yeah, it's you must write this for this film. It was something they already had right. as a concept. But then like they was like, right, oh no, this music would work for this film. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be Simon and Garfunkel were the only artists yeah. they used. It wasn't like, you know, Oh, we want a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. It was like other than the score, perhaps, but yeah. And the same songs were played quite a lot. Yeah, I was going to bring this up later, obviously, but as we sort of like maybe go through the beat story, but we may as well go, go with it now. This is kind of like one of the things that did kind of annoy me at the sort of more of the latter back end of the, the film when <laughs> they start playing this Scarborough Fair over and over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like okay, right, dude, this why is. Why is this the case? Why are we just rinsing and repeating? Oh, this? clearly just... didn't have anything else to put in there. Mm. To be fair, with this film, I thoroughly enjoy it, but then the back end it gets a little bit like predictable, I guess. And I know that sounds daft, like, oh, Sophie, you always want it to be predictable and you want to know everything. And mm-hmm. then I like contradict myself and go, oh, it's predictable. But I think it was quite intriguing at first. Now go back to the. So the beginning of everything. So yeah. I noticed a lot of how it sort of felt very claustrophobic at the beginning oh, gosh, for him. That would have been exhausting. Like for me, I I would hate that being bombarded with everyone. Oh, oh, so, hey, so, hey, so, I'd be like, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose because there's a lot of like the close-up shots of you didn't see much of the no. like low like his full body. Personal bubble space was just being popped several oh, times, gosh. and I think as well, I know. It's hard for you to think of when you were 21. But <laughs> it wasn't that long ago for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, there's so much pressure once you've graduated and, like, for you to be this amazing, successful person because you've got this piece of paper and numbers now behind your name. Yeah, you're, like, you're oh, expected you're gonna... to do something with that, yeah. those years that you've invested in time. You're going to make something yourself and... It's hard because you've done so well, and I think oh, this sounds awful. And I think this is what's wrong with the system: is you're encouraged to do really well at school and get the high grades and everything. And then when you come out of school, to be fair, it means absolute bollocks. It's just is you need experience. Well, I had not any experience. Well, how do you get experience? How do you get experience? It's no, no one's going to give me any experience. Yeah. But you've got everything on paper that you're bringing in. Yeah. You can do it. And it's it's just a vicious it's, circle. It's who you, it's who you know. I think so. definitely, in, obviously for him, in the sixties, like, it, like Mum said, she used to be able to just walk. There'd be a sign on the door, and it would say, "Oh, job available." Oh. You'd walk in, and it would yeah, be knock on the door like, oh, "What can you do this?" Yep, sure, you're hired. That's it. And that would be it. Whereas for us now, you have to go through all these forms and regulations Legal. and yeah, yeah, everything. It's just harder, but. For him, I think he'd he'd got a lot of pressure from his parents to succeed and do well and be obviously really successful. And he's come from a rich background. I was right; like they're very well off. They've got a lovely house, and 
swimming pool and mm-hmm. you know, all of that. And his dad's partners with the next door neighbours and it's all very clicky and... Yeah, they've kind of got his life planned out for mm-hmm. him already. That's what it seems like for yeah. him. It's like, right, you now you've got the job, right, you're going to go out with my daughter and kind of that kind of stuff and... Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, palming him off on who he should marry, yeah. what job yeah, he should go down and everything. And, and at some point you do think, well, actually it's nice that they're helping him, like, pave his way and supporting him. But at the same time, it can be overbearing because, like, well, he's not making a decision for himself. Yeah, and you can see it in his... He acts with his eyes very well in this. Like, mm. he's kind of... There's moments when he's just, like, just staring and he's, he's, he's probably thinking, oh, you can see... Through that, he in his head, he's probably got a million thoughts running mm. around, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, have I got to go along with what my parents mm. are doing? But also kind of like stuff. a shell of a man, basically, because yeah. he's not he's really... He's not moulded into anything he's, other than to what they want him to yeah. be. Yeah, and it's exhausting. I think it's hard when you've got parents that you want to please and you want to do well for, because they've given you such a brilliant foundation to start mm-hmm. off with, that then you're like, well, I need to do everything for them and appease them. And also because they've got such a big, wider social platform, everybody wants to know what he's doing. Everybody wants to know what's his next step, what's your big future plans and all of this. And it's like, well, I don't have any. And I think when you're at 21, you don't. It's it's one of those weird, scary things because you've been in education your entire life if you've gone all the way through to like university. Mm-hmm. You're then actually becoming into the real world and being... An adult. Yeah, and, and now you've got those responsibilities of being an adult and, and they just expect being you to... successful at being 21 in a commercial business or in any kind of job, you're starting from the bottom again. You're not going to be this amazing thing that you were when you graduated. And I think that's the bit of a shift because it's like, well, yeah, okay, you've come to your high peak of graduation. Yeah, top marks of the class and everything, but then you've still got to prove yourself in another factor with those mm-hmm. skills. Yeah. But, and then dude probably doing tea duties and coffees. Being a runner for, like, if you're in the film industry, that's where you start. If you have to start from the lowest mm-hmm. of the low to somehow prove yourself in some capacity to yeah. to get to if you want to be a big actor and stuff. That's what you've got to do. Or a director or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So... Whereas at this party then, obviously yeah. this Mrs. Robertson comes into... She's scene. beautiful. Like, I think she must be, like, 40s, would you say, 50s? <laughs> Oh, I'd say probably forties. Well, she started young then, because her daughter's like twenty-one as well. So I'm like, well, I guess she was in twenties. I wouldn't say she was fifties, late forties, maybe. Maybe late forties, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she have to have a child. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a bit. She's. She she likes popping. Um, you can't really say young men's cherries, can you? That's the same principle. You don't really have a cherry to pop, do you? We're just losing virginity then, if that's what you... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Basically, she wants to sew her... When, no, men. that's, that's men who sew this. Oh, well, I don't know what she wants. I think she, she she's, just wants... She's into younger men, let's just yeah. say, and she wants to show him. At times, she finds him attractive. It's a bit wrong, though, because, like, literally, she's got a daughter his age. Obviously, he's, he's like, of age now. He can do that. He can sleep with whoever he wants, I guess. But He was at 18, but, yeah. He was at 18, so only a few yeah. years difference, yeah. It's not like they're drinking, like he's literally no. legally allowed to drink now. But but I think it's, I don't know, I think it's because he seems so uncomfortable with it all. Like he knows it's wrong in the way that she's kind of throwing mm. herself at him. And it, how he's acting as well, like he's, again, he's got that nervous disposition about him, even, well, rightly so with this, because it's a bit like, oh, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. But so it's almost like he can't. Look away and. Well, I, I, I can. Not meaning this in a bad way, unless you're not into women. I don't know what man yeah, would not, turn, not, yeah, not yeah, look yeah. away. It's like a boy's fantasy, yeah. Really, yeah, really. basically is, isn't it? Yeah. Let's be honest. One, like one of the of like the famous shots of the, when he's got the leg, she's got the leg up, and it's like you see the, is him through like in the, the background, mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, you're trying to seduce me, and that's another famous line from. So there's, there's got there's quite a few in this film, but when obviously when she does strip down and 
he's like, oh, oh, geez. And then it's like there's flashes of yeah. like seeing a rest and like hello. And I think it's That's, quite funny. Again, it's going to like daunting frame. It's like, oh, I'm fl- so flustered and like we're seeing it through his eyes and like, yeah. to, oh, oh my God, oh my God. But also, I think <laughs> because of the contrast of her body, that was quite funny because she was very tanned everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, like, the tan breasts, lines. yeah. She wasn't. And it was like this palest thing. And then like when she'd taken her pants off, she was quite pale in that yeah. area. And it just seemed, I don't know, a bit unnatural as well like with the way that they were cutting back and forth to things because like the colours of her bodies were changing mm-hmm. but I guess for him it was quite like oh I shouldn't look there like that's how you felt yeah it's just like a quick glance isn't it it's like in that kind of sense like oh I'm looking away but I'm gonna look back and and you just, yeah you do. <laughs> I, not can I be awful uh. it reminded me a little bit of, of you a little bit sometimes with the way he acted like his social awkward little uh-huh. aspects I can see that yeah of that, because I feel like that would be... sort of relate of the beginning, I guess, yeah. 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 Okay, I'm not offending no, you No, 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 <laughs> no, no. But all the, all the while she's doing this sort of like reverse psychology thing she's with him. She's a bitch, isn't like, she? Yeah. She's not daft. Women are very manipulative. We are awful. Mm-hmm. I can't... And everyone's gonna be like, what, Sophie? Well, you're always women empowerment, but we are. We, we know what we're doing. We're not daft. Mm-hmm. And she clearly knows what she wants, and she's going to get it. Yeah. And she she is an awful awful character to be honest. She's very manipulative. She knows he's only twenty one. He's easy to brainwash. He's easy to get what she wants out of him, and it just go everything her way basically. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously doubting it, and then he hears her husband coming home, and oh yeah, the husband who is I point out oh it's the mayor from Jaws. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> that Poor seems from... really weird though, isn't it? Because he I feel like from that I'm taking it he's encouraging. It sounds like he is, isn't it? It's almost like, a, you know, he, I know you want to kind yeah. of thing. And and as if, it, like, come on, throw her a bone, because we're, at this point, you don't really know there's, there's trouble in paradise for, mm-hmm. for them. But it's, at that point, it's like, why are you seeming like you're encouraging yeah. this behaviour in a way? Which is probably not the case, but for him, it, it comes across... Well, for me, it came yeah. across initially yeah. like he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you need to sow your own oats. Don't you think he? And he's asking his wife, and she's like, oh yes, I think. Don't he you should. think? Yeah, yeah. And it's like he's condoning yeah. it, and it, it the, maybe with the framing of it as well, like you know, like that she's in the frame, like that, and then they're off to the side. And I think like, he, the camera work on this. Yeah, really, really strong. A lot of good editing and framing of the characters and the scenes. Yeah, there's another scene where I'll get to later mm-hmm. where. It's quite cleverly done mm-hmm. as well, and I just think that's what makes this more unique as a, a piece. Mm-hmm. So he he ends up going home flustered and not sure what to do with himself, basically, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And then he finds himself more and more the thought of this woman, and I think he must be a, he must be a virgin. Like she, she's kind of asking the questions, isn't she? Once he brings her over, so they kind of go to a hotel, don't they? They get a drink. Oh, before that though, is oh. that. What's before then? When he's at that, like, everyone's, again, like, crowding around him, like, ah, with the scuba gear. This is what, this isn't the scene I wanted to say, but I thought it was later on for some reason. No, 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 that's the beginning, because, again, he's, everyone's around him going, that's right, because he's just turned 21, where he's in this, for some reason, there's just scuba gear that he spent, is it 200 bucks on or something? Don't and really he, get why. Yeah. Is the, is the, now you explain what you think is the clever shot. It's when he's wearing the, I don't know if they're called the, the, the point gog- of view. Yeah, the point goggles. of view of the goggles. You're seeing everybody looking at you and it's kind of like that oval circle effect where everything else is blacked out. You can only see what's through the goggles. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know this is really clever because you're in, you you're literally being his person. And everything's, the sound's all blocked out and yeah. you just hear him breathing like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, almost. yeah. And... Everyone's just like, yeah, the thing, and they're like, nobody's listening to him. He feels. I think that's how not, it kind of heard. portrays yeah. as well, because he's in that suit and he said he's not wanted to do it. He said he didn't want to be part of it, he didn't want the party or anything like that, and nobody's paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of then what the suit represents, and it's it's cleverly done. Mm-hmm. I think it loses this, the, the cleverness starts, and then I think it drifts off towards the end. end. I, I kind of get what you mean, yeah. And the fact that. Even at the beginning, well, obviously, like, there's the the whole fish tank thing and it, it, there's the bubbles and that, and then this pool, 
I feel like yeah. it's kind of like he feels like he, especially when he dives in the pool, he's like he's drowning really with all this, like pressure. this pressure responsibility that he's got. And just like, oh, it's too much. Yeah. Really, there's a lot of... It's weird, though, because he just stands in the pool then, like, with the... Yeah, like, with the like, stones. I just don't understand, because, like, the whole reason of going, like, scuba diving is to see fish under the sea. Yeah. And it's like, well, why does he need to see the bottom mm. of a swimming pool? Well, like... Yeah, he could do that at any point, couldn't he? Well, yeah. Yeah. You could dive down and you wouldn't need it. family owns it and it's like, oh, what's down there? I need a scuba gear to know what's at the bottom wouldn't of the pool. wouldn't even need that. You could dive down yeah. and hold your breath, because it's not yeah. that deep. It doesn't really come back at any point later on other no. than just to signify that I feel like it's just a, it's a good like... kind of metaphor within the yeah piece that of... part yeah. yeah so then we go to the the hotel where he's still a bit and nervous it's so about... fumbly it reminds me of when we first started dating and you would be quite shy and reserved and you wouldn't know what to really do with yourself and I think that's just a typical younger boy at that stage isn't it where he's like just turning a man not really truly mm-hmm. a a man is a man boy child because <laughs> he can't even like when he's at the bar trying to get the waiter's attention. <laughs> I, I know that pain, yeah, I still yeah. feel that, and I'm, I'm like in my 30s and they still don't look at me right. like trying to get the attention. And Mrs. Robinson, when she does eventually come to see him, she's like immediately she's got that presence, presence that power. And the waiter's like, Yes, yes, I'll get the drink for you right now. Kind of yeah, whereas for him, it's like, excuse me, and everyone's yeah. ignoring yeah. him. Yeah, we know a little bit. Yeah, we know that film. Yeah, so that's nothing's changed there. <laughs> no. To be fair, I think it's me that does it more than you, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. to get their attention. Then it's like, well, um, should we book a room? Well, have you booked a room? And it's that kind of conversation. Well, maybe you should book a room. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point of where he, he gets so nervous that he gets to book a room. And they're like, oh, what luggage do you need bringing in? Oh, I don't need any luggage bringing in. I just have my toothbrush. And he feels like he has to explain himself and give more details than is actually needed. He could have just said no and it would have been fine. Yeah. But so it's a level of comedy that's not not cringy no, as well. It so works. it works. Yeah. Because yeah, of the way it's done again, it's done I differently it's... in a modern sense. It would just come across as just really bad, really poor. It's done innocently. I think yeah. that's why it works really well because he's just been really innocent and naive mm-hmm. about it all. Yeah. Because there's also the thing when I think the lob. The people at the reception are like, "Are you here for the, for an affair?" And it's like, "What? <laughs> you mean the you know the, the dinner reception?" Yeah. Oh right, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. And he's just like quite startled by yeah. everything. He then rings her and he's like, "Oh, we've got a room." And she's like, "Right, so I'm gonna go up first. And then he's about to hang up. She's like, "Don't you think you need to tell me something?" I was no, I really appreciate this stuff or something. He says, and now for something, just the room number. Oh yeah, yeah. i don't know i feel like it's a bit awkward because it seems like they literally just get down to it it's like it's more physical than it is like a connection yes that's all she wants from it really yeah whereas and he's sort of like persona changed a little bit after the fact it feels you feel like he feels a bit more confident Mm -hmm. in a sense cool and about it because yeah i've had sex now and and it's with an older woman and you know Thinks that he's all amazing. Yeah, he sits on his sun lounge for a long time. time. His, and it notice where the beer can or whatever it is is placed quite near his, mm-hmm. you know, area. <laughs> Showing that he's quite cock of the shop now and such. And he becomes a bit more cocky and arrogant. Yeah, when his parents, like, I like that shot, another good shot where his dad's, like, standing over, blocking out the sun, almost yeah. like a shadow. He's like, when are you going to start, you know, doing something with your life? Type Peering of. down yeah. on him. Yeah. Domineering, yeah. And then everybody else is then starts crowding around and doing the same thing. Like, you can't even see space. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, no, again, another good, good use of camera work there. I think then he gets more comfortable with Mrs. Robinson and wants to know yeah, a bit so more about her. It's a conversation. And, this is where uh, it goes sour, like, where he's asking her about why she married Mr. Robinson and oh, why, what's happening. She's like, oh, well, we're in separate beds. We don't, you know, we're not really in love anymore the only reason why they got married was because she got pregnant i thought it might be money i thought that could because that that could be something yeah. else as well but then she's like adamant do not ever 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 taylor swift style date my daughter which you would think well if you're sleeping with his mummy why would you want to date the daughter it's a bit weird anybody would find it weird but well in this film they don't Maybe it's because it's the 60s. And Maybe, because I feel like that, that, that's like a little bit of a no-go for me. It's like, well, you've, you've trespassed somewhere that 
I came out of. So, <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's not yeah. right. <laughs> That's one way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help, obviously, because it's a bit like, well, because the father seems to be pushing that factor. Oh, you know, where you go on a date with my daughter? But he's between rock and a hard place, isn't he? Because it's like, well, I've got to mm-hmm. appease him because, like, again, badgering me about this. And so, I guess and so I do, are but his then, parents. Yeah, because I think they, they're wanting that to be, you know, like, because of, like, partners in mm-hmm. with it. So it's like, oh, right, you know, building this, the connections there. Well, yeah, and but they're probably stronger. thinking when they're no longer around, they'll yeah. become partners That's, and they're married already, yeah. so. Yeah. Done deal, yeah, yeah. It's a arranged marriage in a sense. Yeah, Kind of forcing much. that. When they're talking about, obviously, that he was all that adamant about, oh, let's have a conversation in the bed before we get down to it. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it at all. Let's just do it kind of thing. So he's kind of like dis- disheartened about the whole situation with mm-hmm. what Miss Robinson's been saying. <laughs> and I think as well, because he feels like she says he's not good enough for her daughter at one point and then... Mm-hmm. He calls her disgusting and vile mm-hmm. and all of this. So they're kind of getting to a point already where it's becoming a bit more bitter. Okay. And she's like, just promise me you'll never go out with her. Like, And I get it because she wants to keep him to herself. She don't want that. And to be honest, really, I think she's jealous of her daughter. She There's a weird relationship mm-hmm. there that it's like not normal because she doesn't want the best for her daughter. So, so I can't have you, no one can. Yeah. But, so it does end up having to go on the day with Elaine anyway and it's so yeah, he has to yeah for some reason like I guess it's kind of just to like so the date went bad but it's like you I mean you have to just, go that badly though did, did it? Let's take go to strip joint and you know like sit down and shut up and and yeah it's a bit I feel sorry for Elaine this but you know when especially when the stripper starts doing his nipple toss yeah. over her head it's like what the you know that she's feeling uncomfortable so it's like you're making the matters even worse yeah and then he he does come to realization this is wrong and just the, that's like, when oh, she's crying her eyes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, a bit a little too late, but yeah. But then she don't want to talk to him. She don't want anything to do with him. Which I don't blame her. I would have done exactly the same. Like, why why would you take me there on my first date? Like, do you really not like me? And that's mm-hmm. what she's thinking. Like, if you didn't want to go on a date with me, you just should have just not mm-hmm. gone on a date with me. It seems fine after that though. After he says. He's honest then, and I think honesty is the best policy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So he tells her the truth, well, partially the truth. I'm sorry, my voice is getting worse, so do apologise. And basically they hit it off, don't they? He's smitten. And he should have just dated her in the first place instead of hooking up with her mum. But no, it's because she was coming back from Berkeley... The university, so she wasn't there at the time. So So he had to wait, basically, and he didn't want to wait. Like, well, no, so it didn't have to wait because it like, wouldn't have the connection, would you? Because you don't know what she, she was like. Because <laughs> yeah, but what I mean I know, is, you know, you is if like you'd wait in a week or two, he then just met her, then he could have just married her, and it would you wouldn't have had this whole film. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Let me ask. What you have? <laughs> just yeah, like Sophie. So why do you think like that? I know. <laughs> Obviously, the mum is getting to a point of where she's like, "Well, you can't be with my daughter," and if if you two are going to start dating, then I'm going to tell her the truth. So Ben thinks it's best for it to come from okay. him. Even though, to be fair, they've only been on one date and now he's, like, in love with her. Mm-hmm. And obviously she thinks it's sick, it's twisted, which anyone would. Yeah, of course. As I said. Looks at her mum and she's, like, really Real- Realisation of it. Again, it's told with just those stares. Of, yeah. You know, like, really realisation. But I don't get the mum's part in this. Because, like, she loses out as well. Would she rather just not have Benjamin and have a family still and them not know? Because she loses everything. She loses Benjamin, she loses a daughter, she loses a husband. For, yeah, for her, I don't know what the best case scenario was, really. What she, you think it was going to... she was calling his bluff. I think she wanted to be manipulating him, yeah, and I didn't think she realised... keep it going, but these things never work out, do they, really? Divorce from her husband and then suddenly they get up, get together with Benjamin and marry him. And what? <laughs> I don't know. The daughter's gonna be. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he's fine with it. Yeah. No, of course not. But there was another. I got another shot when the Miss Robinson's in the far corner mm-hmm. after that whole like oh just leave whatever and she's kind of like just 
get cells cornered and fire it all. Everything just taken so it's back. small as well, yeah. like in the distance. Yeah, like, and that's quite different to how a character has been perceived throughout the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like she's quite confident, quite bold, quite in your face. Yeah. And this is and she now... was like a shell kind of. So and... then I think this is probably when you were probably getting a bit, yeah, losing <laughs> it a bit really. Yeah. Which I don't blame for because it mm. is a bit. Again, I'd forgotten like how many times that song had been played. I've thought back to um, how Sue actually, you know, when that was, but that was just an instrumental piece that kept mm. playing in the music. Fair enough, but this was the same like the lyric because they had lyrics that kept. Yeah, this is the I'm same. Sure there was another movie we watched, and it had. I remember what it was, but it was like it was more like a lyric piece. Mm. And it, it just kept playing it. It's like they'd only. I think it was some, It was another Japanese film we watched or a Korean. Oh, I know what you're thinking of. Um, Junking Express, where it's the the California Dreaming song. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was because they had like a limited. The the director had a limited budget, and so <laughs> like it, that was the, yeah the one song that it could use. Yeah, yeah, and that's... that guerrilla filming, and so yeah, so that was there was a reason behind that for this. I don't know really know why they couldn't. Because and even throughout the beginning, it was really thought when they played the songs. It was yeah. like there was one where he'd, it said um, and darkness, and then hello da- darkness, my old friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it went sound of silence to darkness. Well, even at the big, the very beginning when he's coming from the airport and he's kind mm. of just reminding me of Jackie Brown a little bit. You know, when she's there yeah. across London Tenth Street, where she's she's coming on that moving escalator mm. thing, and he's kind of again just. Staring at the void and just as people passing by, and it's like I feel so empty. Come back from from graduation. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. (laughs) Now what do I do? Yeah, it had a a purpose. So I don't really know. In those scenes where he's they're now stalking Elaine at university, (laughs) what's that got to do with Scarface? Maybe wants to take a a true love of mine. Yeah, but it's don't keep emphasizing it with that song. It's a bit repetitive and it's he's like, getting on my nerves yes. i won't lie and there's a lot of just i feel like it became a bit dead weighted at the, at the end a lot of it's running bit, around um, after her yeah but, and yeah it's like why are you pining over it and what's you, you could yeah, have had her like at the get-go if you'd have been patient yeah. it didn't get into going for so long with that i don't think because oh, no. it almost seemed like a bit again stalkerish like, and it felt like a different part of a film like it it wasn't like what you were yeah, he's, he's broken in a different way, as opposed to what yeah. he was at the start. And I think, as well, for him, it's he's not doing anything with his life, so it feels like, well, you've just become really successful at the beginning, and then you're not doing anything and, now. And how is he also then paying for these these digs that he's staying at so that he can be close to her? Yeah. And, you know, paying for petrol for the car, for example, you know, travel at distances. Oh, Where's the, the money come from? Engagement ring that he buys yeah, yeah. and the presents, and you know, it's stuff. all... Mummy and daddy yeah, orientated, isn't it? Clearly, yeah. Then he just keeps nagging to marry her, and it's like, I know obviously we're in the sixties here, so it's it's a different thing. Like, you know, you get you used to get married quite young, in the, mm, like yeah, in your early twenties, and it's just like you don't even know her that well. Or yeah. well, even he even explains to his parents with another. It's a bit weird when the mother was like, "Does that scream as if she'd been stabbed or something?" Yeah, there was a weird overreaction in that sense, and then he explains to like, oh, well, they don't even know about it, and she, Elaine doesn't even know that I'm going to marry her, and it's like, well, we don't, to be honest, we don't really get along at all. It's like, yeah, this isn't a half baked idea. Yeah, it's like, no, it's it's, it's fully baked. But... And it's like, how is it? <laughs> is it? But then that sounds a bit forceful so, as well. Yeah. Like, you're going to marry me, yeah. yeah, no matter what. You right. don't like me, but I'm going to make you, you marry, marry me. me. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Well, we'll come, that kind of comes more to that point at the end, doesn't it? For the very, very end, but we'll, we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Like the dad, the mayor of Hammett Island, is there to say, oh, you know, like, oh, I can't believe you did this, mm-hmm. Ben. What are you doing? Like, I think you're scum. Um, yeah. That kind of stuff that he says to him. It's like, don't you think about her anymore and, like, stay away from... So he's kind of burning his bridges there and everything. Yeah. That. The parents then are like sweeping her away. They found another guy who's better that, than Ben. What's got? I forgot his name now. Um, I don't know. Doctor something. The blonde haired guy. Yeah. 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 So he's better for him apparently, and yeah. 
marrying her off already and it's like she's not, not even graduated mm-hmm. or she's going back to what were they calling it like but, to, but, no but they've done college and then they did they do something else apparently oh uh post not post graduation i don't know what? i forgot what they said but she said it's benjamin a couple of times oh, like, right. you're not going to like upper college or i don't know yeah <laughs> so ridiculous like that mm. yeah it seems a bit weird it comes to the conclusion that for Elaine, she, her mum tells her that, prior, just backtracking, mm. that basically Benjamin raped her. That's covering her back. That's why she'll be like, Mum, why did you do this? And she'll be like, oh, trying to spin the story to make her not look... That's why it's still okay, amicable with her parents a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, still, with her mother, rather. Even still so. coming back for Benjamin yeah. and still kind of that attraction still yeah. there. And it's like, well... Is it because she knows the mum's actually lying? I guess. She must know what a mum's like mm-hmm. by now. Seems like it at the end again with yeah. that whole situation because she's been forced into it. But yeah, making it sound like her mother's told her a different story to what mm. Ben's, you know, obviously what has happened. But it really does seem like a strange relationship him and Elaine have got, really. It's like, yeah, I love you, I hate you. Yeah. Or well, he obviously he's he's smitten, but it's more. Uh, it's like, can, when are you gonna marry me? Are you gonna marry me tomorrow? tomorrow? Maybe. maybe next day? Yeah. And it's like I think she's just leading him on. I um, think she likes the attention, and I think it's like a. But like the mother, in a sense. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But in a different different way, because also, she's not trying to give it up like Emma. <laughs> no, but I think as, as well, she's she's wanting him to fight for her a little bit because he has done wrong, so she's putting him through the ring, yeah, which yeah. is no, fair prove enough. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so he kind of, by the end of it, he kind of does that because he's like he's going to great lengths to like try and find like where where she's getting married, where where's the church is, and all that mm. kind of stuff, and becoming a very sweaty hot yeah, mess by the time he gets there because he gets to put petrol in his car. Yeah, and it's just a lot. I think it just feels a lot long winded, and it's just like where's the clever camera angles gone? Where's the clever music coming in you know where it, well, I mean, it feels like it th- there is a bit when obviously when the car's like slowing down that's like ding, 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 and like the uh, the engines run out and, and so it's like oh. the, where he when he goes to the church and, and he's banging bang on, on the, the glass. glass yeah like he's like, like on the cross type of thing. i think i got to the point of where i was just like really valued it until a certain mm-hmm. point okay which was a shame uh, with the, the very last part anyway obviously once you kind of they are Technically married. Ah, uh, they're not legally married. They did say I do, but they didn't. Sa- they haven't signed any paperwork. <laughs> so got There's stop. no evidence. So yeah, they're yeah. not. They're, yeah, I you do. You already missed it. I object. But, yeah, but and but she's like, yeah, I'll run off with Ben and disrespecting matrimony of of it. Oh, she and, clearly didn't love the guy, yeah, did she? Yeah. Let's be honest. Because again, it's always like using the the cross to like swat the people away and then block the doors so they can't get yeah. out and everything. So what well, I forget exactly what she says to her mother. It's like, what was it now? Something like, she's like, you can't do this or something. It's like, yes, I can. No, it's, it's something that said a little bit better than that. I can't remember. I think it was like, I've still got time basically yeah. to, to do it. You know, yeah. Like yeah. She... I don't get put into this. Like you were in your situation. Yeah. I'm not like you. you mom. I don't have, have to, to settle. settle. I can choose who I want. Mm-hmm. And this is who I want. Yeah. yeah, and basically, kind of being a bit, bit horrible to her mum because obviously her mum was trying to do good by her. Basically, mm-hmm. like, and I think she didn't really realise mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because she, she was a bit smarmy at the fact that oh, men's like her, let him, you know, like bang on the glass and nothing's going to yeah. come of this. And then she's like Ben, responds in that way, and then runs off with him on that bus. And I think that's <laughs> the thing. She's quite smug that he's he's there for her. Who Elaine is? Yeah, yeah. She gets on the bus. They're running all the way to the back. All the people are still like, "What the hell? Yeah, what's going on?" And there was like that other fight, that closing shot, where I've said about like how unsure of what the future is going to hold, and they're both like they're like like laughing, but then the sort of like, realization, like, where do we go from here? Type yeah. of thing We're on this bus journey, but where, like, where's the, the, the what's the destination? For what's us? the finish line? Yeah, and everybody's staring at them because like well, Elaine's parents won't have anything to do with her now for sure. My parents probably will be exactly the same yeah. type of thing. So it's like we're kind of probably now on our own and we've now got to deal with that mm-hmm. in whatever capacity. Actually be adults and, have, you know, yeah. not the lap of luxury. And, yeah, he's not 
he didn't seem yeah for that brief moment he's he's sort of happy but then he's then again staring at, ahead and going oh my god like he was at the start of the film so yeah yeah With just a load of random people looking at him yeah and she doesn't look best at least to be honest she's probably maybe she's like a oh god what have i done as well yeah i think yeah. It, it's a bit of everything isn't and, it it's uh, like how what's the repercussions for all this yes yeah and that's the film hmm? i feel like we did that in more of a sort of sequential thing we feel like we haven't done that in a while you know like other beats of this no no you say <laughs> <laughs> you blaming me no not necessarily i think it for this film though it felt more fluid to do it that way i think mm. Really, because there was sort of like how the story beats progressed from point to point and things spring up that way. But it's your turn to score. Never. Um, hmm. So this could have been high, I think, if it wasn't for the ending. And it's not saying that I don't enjoy it and I wouldn't revisit it. It's it's none of of that. Mm -hmm. I think for me... I'm going to give it an eight, which is still quite high, but I think it could have been a lot more solid and higher than that. It could have been a really good piece for me if it wasn't as annoying towards the back end. I love what the Mrs. Robinson's performance that she she gives. She's Mm -hmm. a sassy woman and she knows what she wants and good on her, I guess. I'm not condoning an affair, by the way. Really not saying that's the right thing. But just the way that she has the sex appeal and the ownership in of a woman mm-hmm. like she's fierce isn't she mm-hmm. Benjamin's like a typical boy man trapped in headlights and it works the The music's pretty solid until you get the same song repeating mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. and there's some really clever camera work that we've mentioned already Yeah, and I think that's why it makes it a strong piece but I'm, I'm just a bit let down with how the ending is not saying that I'm not happy that they get together I think it just Felt like everything was quite quickly with the beats of it of the film, and then that seemed to drag in comparison maybe to the, the third act a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything? How would you sort of improve on that last part? Then, um, in, in a way, if you could sort of, sort of surmise, sort I of like probably, cut out some of the the, the bit where he's I trying want, to follow her around, or yeah, I won't want Benjamin being as pathetic as he he was. No. I guess I think I'd want him to get his crap together and sort himself out and be like, actually, look. I'm a husband material worthy. Like, get a job, go do something and prove his worth instead of just stalking her to be like, are you going to marry me? Are you going to marry me? Uh-huh. And it seems like a bit of a forceful thing instead of... Would you have still wanted how how the latter part ended when he's run to the church and... Yeah, that would have been fine. But, you know what I mean? Like, say, like he kind of got a job, got Try- himself settled and then realised, oh, crap. Yeah, no, trying got, to better yeah. himself for Elaine so that then when they're getting on a the bus they've got an actual future to go to. Okay. Instead of just mm. being a needy, pathetic <laughs> Yeah, no, I get you. Boy yeah, and yeah. just kind of I can't have something, so I want it. That's what it felt like. And mummies and daddies have told me I can't have it, so I want it even more. more. Like she's a toy. Yeah, I get you. I'm only ever a point five higher than yours so we're getting very similar with scorings uh, now in some respects yeah 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 so yeah it was enjoyable to come back to it i've kind of forgotten the fact that there's like that part near the end was kind of like the same music repeated and (laughs) and how his character sort of like turns for part of that the third act so that was a bit of a letdown in a sense but i really really appreciate like what the, the cam work mm-hmm. and and how things were set up at the beginning and especially more picking up on those things like you said like the scuba suit and like how he felt isolated and yeah. just like not listened to it that I feel like appreciating that more this time around from I can't remember last time I will have seen the film but I, I mean I enjoyed it then I would have ordered put it higher maybe back then but whenever it was, how many years ago it was. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't really rate a top marks because of just how sort of his character becomes. Yeah. No, the back end and those musical moments that just don't need to go on for so long. But, yeah, I can pre- certainly appreciate it and it's something to, to recommend to people if they haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah for sure. And I'm recognising that the mayor was in it. 
<laughs> so like your highlight when you watched it last, did you not realise it was the mayor? No, no, Jaws? I guess not. Because you know, like when you see films like oh, you haven't seen for a while or or anything like that, and then you you might have done the same when you've kind of been, as we've been on this mm. film journey, seeing stuff and going oh yeah, there's it, what films he's been in that film and uh, something else. <laughs> true, and, true, yeah, true. Yeah. If I remember the film name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a wrap. Yeah. On Bonfire Night. Huh. If Americans know or anybody else knows what Bonfire Night is, it's a thing in UK history. Celebrating get the Guy Fawkes. Gunpowder treason and plot. Yeah. Much <laughs> blow the parliaments. Yeah. So celebrating that fact that he I'm didn't, didn't actually... blow them up. Yeah. So then we blow up the whole country, <laughs> you know. With Put up the sky with emissions, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. pollute it and set everything on fire, basically, once a year. And have parking and pie and peas. Mm. Sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> when you put it like that. So, we'll go on to his little bumpy stuff now, shall we? We will. What, who we do, what are we doing first? Start with the patrons. Okay. This time around. So, if you want to be a Patreon, and you should, because... It's amazing. You get to A, be our Patreon. B, you get to vote for a movie once a month. And every single week, and I mean every single week, you get your name shouted out. And we might say something nice about you. So before I read the names out, say if you want to join our Patreon family, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers. It's only... One pound or one dollar fifty a month to do so, and now we're going to read out names of the people who have kind of showed their support. Okay, so we have got Alex, who is soon to be a husband, and be walking down the aisle. So he is one of our close friends. He's on Instagram under the handle desperately seeking username. They have got underscores in the middle if you. Yeah, but you should. You sat desperately, you definitely. Yeah, you should find yeah, it. Yeah. And then his lovely wife to be, Shani, which I always hash her S D G O G, S D O G. There you go. No, you got it. You got it. S D O G. Yep. Yes. Just say it really quickly. She's on Instagram. This is why I never do Shani's because I always, <laughs> always struggle with a hashtag name. Yeah, really excited for upcoming wedding, wedding of the year. We haven't been to any other wedding, so... <laughs> no, so, yeah, technically, it's going to be... Yeah. Really, uh... Also got our friend Jones, who is under the handle at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. And we've also got his partner, Emma, who is under the handle M underscore Hayton. We've recently gone and seen their little new puppy, Lenny. Lenny. Little Jack Russell, if anyone wants to know, he's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, he's stolen so, my heart. So if you go on their Instagram pages, I'm sure sure you'll find. I'm pretty a load sure of pictures. you will. They're very <laughs> proud parent Thanks. doggies. We also have my wonderful mum, and we have your best man, Gren, who is on Instagram under the handle C Gren underscore Draw. Got a lot of good things on there, so go check him out. And if you do want to drop him a message, he will reply. So. Drop him a line. Mm-hmm. And then the podcast friends. Little podcast family. Yeah. They're all male. They are. We've got Nico from The Good, The Bad and The Weird podcast. We've got Mark from 100 Things We Learned From Film. Recently I pointed out to you that he said you were an underrated co-host in his Planty Pod Awards that he no. did on Twitter. It did go to my head and then you told me I didn't win. <laughs> yeah, at least you were like, nominated yeah true but you just brought me back to reality i was like oh really i was like hmm and then <laughs> you went you didn't win and i was like oh <laughs> and ben from film floggers yeah i don't think he's done any new content recently but i don't know if he's probably getting sadly. back to life yeah back to reality. kind of like oh, i don't need to do this anymore i don't know so it's sad because his content is really good but i'm pretty sure the the this episodes are still up on there to listen to because oh, the banter 
him and Fiona were great, but I the, wish he'd come back to, you know, into the the fray and. I think he will. I yeah. think he's just had. He's obviously been travelling, hasn't he? So yeah. he's then just getting back, back to, to life. Mama. You know, life can be. It can get in the way, can't it? Yeah. Okay. And we have to be quite organised to get one in every week. That's true. It's not easy. It no. looks easy because it appears every day, every week. But the effort that goes into it. Yeah, so the podcasters know it's not. It's not. It's not. But yeah. Well, thank you so much for our little Patreon family. We love you to bits. And we're grateful that people actually listen. Absolutely. And if you would like to listen to some of our other episodes, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And of course, if you want to follow us on the social platforms, like Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and TikTok, we are under the handle SP underscore film viewers. So give us a like, comment, subscribe. I'd zoned out for a second, but I just realized you took my, my part. part. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I normally yeah. say this. So now since you've pinched my part, mm-hmm. I'll tell them where they can go get a five star review then. No, no, they've got to give us a five yeah, star. That's not, what I not, mean. Not they've get they're getting a five star <laughs> like review. A restaurant. So if you do want to give us five star, which would be very much appreciated, because obviously we do, we deliver brilliant content, as you can tell. <laughs> you can do that by going to Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever they do their scoring systems. So yeah, leave us a lovely little five star saying that we're good, and it gets us out into the urethra and that algorithm where people mm-hmm. then find you mm-hmm. somehow. I did a lot of arm movements there where no one can see them. Very passionate about it, clearly. Indeed. <laughs> so that's one that's... done, and then that means only three more, and then we're Christmas. Mm, no, uh, well, oh, a bit, two, no, two, <gasps> two, and then it's Christ- on to Christmas. Yes. Watches, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll be on the lookout for that next week. I believe is Patreon pick, so we'll be putting a poll up. Boo. No, I'm joking. But I think the reason why I'm a bit scared is it's a Patreon pick, but it's neither one of us have seen. It's true, but I think I'm going for a certain theme with it. Better not be horror. No, it won't be. It's not horror related, I promise you. So, thank you very much for listening once again. And we will speak to you next time. Hopefully my voice will be back to normal next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye now. Bye, 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 bye. 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 Bye.